So that's really a big difference right there is just the priority of the set flange. You've got your traditional that sits really nice on the breast and it really prioritizes the breast tissue and the nipple. There's really no fuss and it's typically pretty good, adequate removal. And then on the other hand, you've got the cup and the mobile device where it just sits in your bra, it moves with your body, like you're staying mobile. So there's like more gray area there for room for error. Hey mama, welcome to Tired Mom's Club with Be My Breast Friend. My name is Kristen. I am the creator of Be My Breast Friend on Instagram and BeMyBreastFriend.com. I am a mom of the four, third time exclusive pumper and CLC. Join me for the duration of your pump session, whether you're sitting in a dark room during your middle of night pump, at work, traveling, or keeping baby occupied while you prep the next bottle. We are going to talk about all things lactation and more. Hang out with me while I share more insight behind some of my favorite pump reviews and breastfeeding products. There will also be guests. I have made friends with some of the coolest people around. We will touch on lactation education to maternal nutrition, starting your little one on solids, and sometimes just some freestyle chit-chat with my breasties. So sit back, relax, use some of that fancy hammer to trigger a letdown, and turn me up. Let's get started. Lies, lies, and more lies. (laughs) What am I talking about? Well, this is part two about supply, demand, milk production, and your ideal source of primary removal. And those lies, those are going to be found in your cups, your mobile pumps, and all that advertising that has you led to believe that you can really establish demand and maintain, excuse me, maintain a milk supply with a mobile set of cups or pumps or whatever. I'm sorry, I might very well be busting your bubble at this point in time, but I am just going to say it outright. Do not lean into, do not rely on mobile pumping solutions to be your primary source of removal. If you do this, you will possibly find out the hard way that it just wasn't to your benefit. And now you might have to struggle a little harder to just get your supply back to where you want it to be, where it should have already been. But because we may have put a little too much trust into this mobile solution, whether that be in like name dropping, I don't care. It might be your Willow, your LV, your Zomi Fit, your Aura, Legendary Milk Cups, Zomi Cups. These are some of these products are things that I really love. So I'm not trying to throw anyone under a bus here. I really do like the Willow Go. I love the Zomi Cups. I do not like the Motif Aura. Like there's going to be a healthy mix of pumps and cups that I share. And at the same time, I'm also going to recommend and highly suggest that you don't use them as primary. That's not a got knock against the company. That's not me trying to like be a pain in anyone's butt. That's me trying to help you protect your supply. So I just want to start by saying that do not use and do not lean into rely on a mobile solution to establish and maintain your milk supply. It's just nine times out of 10, it's not going to be to your benefit. I know whenever I say this, someone always says, I started using XYZ pump from the beginning and it's been great for me. And I always, I always follow that up with great. I'm really happy for you. And I genuinely am because you found what works for you. But unfortunately, this isn't going to be the case for most, even myself as an oversupplier. And I honestly respond to just about everything. And if I can't respond to something, then I know something's really wrong because I can trigger letdowns in no time. However, 
I too leave milk behind because I know what my supply is quote unquote supposed to be. So when I'm using these mobile cups and mobile pumps, and then I know that when I'm done with a session, I'm like, ah, you know, I know that didn't empty me that well, but I use that solution. I use those cups with my pump or I use that mobile pump built in motor on the go to benefit me while on the go. I use that so I can still get a supply. I'm sorry. I still get a session in because I know that any milk removed is better than no milk removed. So I don't recommend any kind of mobile solution as a primary. I strictly really, I really recommend them and share them regularly as a solution to help you stay mobile. Because, you know, I'll be honest, and I hear it often, you know, if I could have used cups like that in the past, where were those when I used to pump, people would say, and I would have lasted so much longer if I could have used that, you know, that cup or that arrangement that you have. And I think that's really what it boils down to is these cups and these solutions are really there to be, you know, just an extra bonus to our journey. So we want to use our primary pumps for adequate and effective removal regularly. And then when we're running to the store or we're going to T-ball or we're doing something like that, that is when those mobile cups really come into play. So my recommendation when using mobile cups is, well, peppering them in. And what I mean by that is starting and ending your 24-hour session worth of sessions adequately. So we want to start with a really good removal with our primary. Your primary could be your Pumpables Genie Advance, your Spectra, um, the Motif Luna, like something that we know is moving milk really well and that we know that we're personally responding to very well with a really nice set of flanges. So we're not talking cups and a mobile and um, a primary pump. We're talking flanges on the breast and your primary pump. We want to do this in the morning when we wake up our first morning, uh, first pump of the morning and our last and truly like as many as we can in between. So depending on your on your particular session and everyone, we're all going to vary a little bit. Myself, I'm pumping about five to six times a day right now. I'm one year postpartum as of like a week ago. And I really try not to use my mobile, we'll call them mobile solutions because sometimes I'll use a Willow Go, sometimes I'll use a Zomi Cup with my Pumpables Genie Advance. So it could go back or forth. But regardless, I don't want to be using those solutions more than half of my quantity of sessions in that 24 hour period. So like an example of this would be uh, wake up in the morning and I'm going to pump with my Pumpables Genie Advance and my silicone flanges. Three hours later, I'll do the same with that same arrangement. And now this is when the day starts picking up. So the next session is going to be mobile. And then I'm going to go to a regular session with my Pumpables Genie Advance and silicone flanges and then a mobile and then another regular session with my primary and flanges. And then I'm going to finish the day off strong with primary and flanges. So that was six, I believe, one, two, three, four. I think that's like six sessions and three of those are going to be mobile. Um, I don't, I try not to put my mobile sessions back to back because I know that I'm kind of just like um, snowballing on the milk left in my breast, which it's not, when you leave milk in your breast, you're signaling to your body that you don't necessarily need to be making all that milk and your body will downregulate to that new demand. You're essentially weaning, but don't get afraid. Don't let that scare you. If you're doing this every once in a while, you're not going to hinder your supply. It's when you start leaving milk in your breast regularly that that's going to truly 
start to start weaning. That's like, we can save that for a weaning episode and talk about how we don't want to remove milk from our breast because we want to eventually dry up. So that is how we're going to do that. So the problem with using mobile cups or using something that's not adequately removing you, uh, removing your milk, you are truly telling your body like, Hey, let's the milk's still there. We don't need to ramp up production. But when you do this once in a blue moon, like I do it once in a while and it hasn't hindered my supply at all because it's not a regular event. But I do try to still not piggyback on my mobile sessions. And another reason for this simply because I might be left in a little bit of discomfort if I'm not moving enough milk and then like three hours pass and then I'm kind of, you know, adding to that pressure of milk in my breast. So it's not just about not telling your body to do or don't wean, it's also just comfort. So that's why I try not to keep mobiles back to back. I try to pepper them in on a regular session. So now you might be wondering, well, what is it about traditional flanges versus in your bra pumps or cups paired with an external pump? What makes the difference? Why are we talking apples to oranges? Aren't pumps all the same? Shouldn't it all be apples to apples? Well, it's really not. And what I'm going to share with you is my theory why they are apples to oranges and not a parallel com- uh, comparison. And uh, you can go to the internet, you can look this up, you're really not going to find anything that is probably, you know, exactly like I'm going to share here. I'm sure there's, you know, some people onto it, and you might find it here, or there, like little snippets, but I'm going to lay it all out for you right now. This again is my theory why you cannot use your secondary solution as a primary removal system. Um, so when we're comparing your traditional flanges versus your cups or in your bra motors, we see a huge difference with the traditional flange, which really prioritizes the breast tissue. The cup and the mobile pump, it really just sits in your bra and you're kind of at the mercy of this device. Hopefully your boob is sitting nice and, you know, like uh, concentrated and comfortable in this said cup or mobile pump, whatever you're using. But with a traditional flange, we know that we can set that in our bra. We can prioritize our nipple. We can center it well. We've got um, the seat of the flange, like right where it needs to be. No fussing with the remainder of our breast. But when you compare it to the cup and the mobile pump, again, you're just throwing it in your bra. You're Sometimes, I mean, I felt a couple different times where I can't really see through like behind the flange or even through the cup, hopefully to see into the flange if that were even an option, depending on the device. Sometimes I'm like, hey, oh, Mary, I hope this I hope this works. I hope that I'm centered well. And you don't really know until there's a problem. So that's really a big difference right there is just the priority of this set flange. You've got your traditional that sits really nice on the breast and it really prioritizes the breast tissue and the nipple. There's really no fuss and it's typically pretty good, adequate removal. And then on the other hand, you've got the cup and the mobile device where it just sits in your bra, it moves with your body, like you're staying mobile. So there's like more gray area there for room for error. They read like when they sit on the breast, you know, you're not sure if you're totally centered. Sometimes, depending on the flange that you might be using with that said pump, you could feel your breast like popping in and out and in and out of the flange. So you know that there's not direct removal on the nipple itself. Like it's really just like fussing around with your entire breast, which is a terrible sign. We don't want that. Um, so I just think when you look at it from that point of view, just like even if we stopped it here, I honestly feel like that's enough said. But I'm going to add to this. 
So when you have, look at these flanges and you look at the contour of that mobile flange, this is so important. Um, and there's a couple, there's a couple really good examples I can use. I'm going to give you an example of a mobile pump and I'm going to give you an example of a cup paired with an external pump. So let's talk about the Motif Aura. I'm very vocal about this. You can go um, to be my best friend um, URL or Instagram and you'll find my chit chats and my reviews. And I'm very open and honest about the fact that this flange is super duper flat. Like what am I doing with this flat pancake against my boob? Um, it's not doing me any favors. And a cup uh, that would be similar to this would be like your free me slims. I remember when those were launched and there was a huge hype about it because it had a really great profile, super narrow, nice tuck away in your bra. But then when I got it, I'm like, what is what going on here? Like, where's my bra or I keep saying bra, where's my breast supposed to go? So it just like sits on your breast like a flat pancake. And then it just like expects to extract milk through the nipple while tugging strictly at the nipple. And that's something that I say in my uh, motive or a chit chat, which I can link all this here in show notes, is we aren't nipple pumping. I'm breast pumping. I don't nipple feed. I breastfeed. I want there to be some action on my breast tissue itself. So it's really important too to look at the contour of that said pump or cup and just make sure that it's not like a pancake up against your breast. I wouldn't want it to see it. I don't want to see it too deep either. I think the best way to choose a pump or a cup, depending on which route you want to go, uh, would be to compare that flange to something you know that's already extracting milk really well. So pick a flange. Like I know some people like pump and pals, like that's a little different. I personally, I like the Lactec flanges. I'm all silicone all day long, as long as I can. And I really like the contour on my breast, and I feel like that particular design, or I guess silicone, but it's also just a nice seat on the breast. I like to compare that kind of seat to something like the Zomi cups or the Legendary Milk cups, uh, or even I'll be I'll be nice and the Free Me Next Generation. Those really aren't that bad. They're a little different than the silicone because they are plastic, but those are a nice cup. Those are a nice flange for the breast. I feel like the um, the Willow 3.0s are quite deep. They're like big honking things that you set in your bra. And I feel like the flange and the, the tunnel for your nipples, like at the far end of it. And I don't feel like I, I get a very good seat with that kind of mobile pump. But I really like the Zomi or the Legendary Milks where it's... It's got surface area, but it's a nice contour. There's like a landing on the breast and then it dives down into a nice slope to the tunnel, which just feeds your breast right to it. And I find, I, I really find a lot of luck with those. I've been using, I use the legendary milk for years. Well, years, is that right? Definitely like one to two. And now I've been using the Zomi cup and I can link that chit chat in show notes as well. Cause I compare and contrast the two just like quickly at my kitchen sink. And I just like a few different things about the Zomi and that's why I kind of jump ship. But, um, but yeah, they're very, very almost the same if I'm being honest and they just sit really nice on the breast. So I think that that is something to consider when you're looking at which, pump you might be wanting, whether that be a pump or a cup, look at the flange. And if it looks 
crazy, like the aura, then it's crazy and stay away from it because it's just not going to do you any favors. And two more topics to hit before I wrap this up. Hands-on massaging. I get the message so often, hey, Kristen, I need to use my hands to express my milk. I basically need to squeeze my milk out from the back end, like help it, you know, encourage it to exit. If that's you, then cups and mobile pumps are probably not going to be your best friend or even close to because it is so hard to get in there with your hands because when you start doing that and you start applying pressure at different points in your breast, you are going to very, very possibly break the suction in your cup. And then you may throw off your alignment depending on the pump itself. You might like raise a red flag and get an error. It might turn off on you. I've had that before. So I just... I would be a little reluctant if you need hands-on massaging. I, mean, I definitely would still encourage, like, get something that's, you know, in your price range. Don't break the bank for anything like this if you definitely need hands-on massaging. But going out and about and you just need to pump once or twice during the day, but you know you're going to still express some milk, then these are still going to pass, you know, probably be a good option for you. But if you need hands-on massaging, it's still, it's it's not going to be your best option. Um, if you're using lactation massagers, I will be the first to say it. Those are never going to be a true replacement of hands-on massaging. So you can shove them in your bra, but now like your breast went from like your breast to like what's in your bra to now what's hanging on outside of your bra. So uh, I'll use my lactation pads from time to time when I'm using um, my mobile cups, especially when I'm driving because, you know, what is that, 11 and 2. Uh, so I try not to like, you know, massage my breast while I'm driving. But if I were out and about, it would look kind of funny because those lactation pads like put like this extra hump on each side of my breast. Um, so they do help, but they are not going to truly replace hands-on massaging. Okay. And now this is a really great topic. This is my, this is what I'm going to talk about to wrap it all up. Can you take your primary pump? So whether that be like your Spectra, your Pumpable Genie Advanced, your Motifor, something that you know is really good at removing your milk, you respond really well to this primary pump with flanged, flanged with your flanges, and you take that pump and you pair it with a set of cups, can that be your primary source? The answer is no, because what you've done is basically just taking your primary pump paired with now a cup situation and you've just like basically dumbed it down to a secondary pump truly. Um, so I would advise against that. People see this often because I, I use the Pumpables Genie Advance all the time and they'll, they'll say, oh, well, if I get that and then I get the Zomi cups you like, or even like the Opera Plus, which is a phenomenal pump, excellent pump. I absolutely love that pump. Um, but it's it's still going to be a secondary pump once I pair that with the Zomi cups. So you have to keep that in mind too, just because you have an adequate pump in your hand, but it's tubed up to cups in your bra, it's, it's still going to have that same effect. You're still relying on the cup to be effective. We just, we're not worried about the pump doing the work. We know it's going to, but now we've just put our trust in the cup and Nine times out of 10, it's not, it's going to, I don't want to say it's going to fail us because it's not always that bad of an outcome, um, depending too. Like some respond better to cups than others, but it's just, it's not a primary source of removal. It should not be what you take to the hospital when you go there, like ready to deliver and start your exclusively pump, exclusive pumping journey. So 
I do hope that all of this information helped you dial in and hopefully I didn't ruin your day, you know, why these secondary solutions. So I'm talking in your bra pump with the motor or a nice set of cups paired with a nice primary pump is still not going to be your primary source of removal. Uh, so thanks for hanging out with me and I hope that I can um, redeem myself on the next podcast and come back for more. <laughs>